we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You like that? You like that? Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? With the second pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback, North Carolina. Welcome to the NFC North Podcast. Welcome to the NFC North Podcast, where we want Ford Motor to go out of business. I'm your resident Lions fan, Eric Kiska, and this is... Cole William Whitlaw Gibson, Packer Superfan, Whiskey Connoisseur, and Matt Stafford Simp. And next is Hi, I'm Blaze. I'm a very sad boy. Um I'm unfortunately the Bears rap this week. Um I'm also the unofficial Wisconsin rap. Uh it's just been a bad week of sports for me. Um but last but not least, we got a new face, um, a new voice lend their ear their uh talents to this podcast. Let's 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 see. Introduce yourself. And I am that new face and voice. I am Chris Para, the resident Vikings fan now. Also, big Michigan fan. I know it's kind of weird, uh, but uh, big U of M fan, really, big time. Ah, God. Sorry for I you, man. Be, I don't want. I don't want to be sorry this anymore. <laughs> just well, just ask Blaze like, what's going to happen next week. I, I, uh, what, J- Jim Harbaugh is going to win against a team that doesn't really matter, and then a lose exactly. and choke every single big game. That's the this Michigan isn't an NCAA yeah. cast, guys. No, we don't talk about that, right? <laughs> Jeez. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, speaking Jim of Harbaugh's. Yeah, speaking of Harbaugh's, <laughs> we could go right into the Ravens beating the Lions nineteen to seventeen if you want. Uh, so Justin Tucker, obviously he kicked a game winning NFL record field goal for 66 yards to beat the Lions 19 to 17. And I, I have a lot to say about this game. First off, we shouldn't have even been in this game. Hollywood Brown, he dropped three touchdown passes. He like dropped two on one drive. This should not have been this close. And that is always my thing with the Lions is I'm always on the fence with if we were good enough, we wouldn't be losing these close games. But also, we have the worst shit luck of any team in the NFL most of the time. And, uh, yeah, this game was another one of those games that's just kind of same old lines. Uh, Chris, yeah, what did you think about this? You know, I'm torn. Exactly what you said. Uh, it should never have been in it. But at the same time, why we love the NFL, you never know what is going to happen. and. A lot of people are complaining that that field goal should never even been attempted. Do you think it was mm-hmm. a delay a game or no? Because obviously what we see uh, on I TV do. is different yeah. than what's on the field. Yeah, I do. And I actually do think delay of games happen all the time. You can, yeah, like probably point it out, you know, once, once a Sunday at least. Um, but then there was a few things here. Like Dan Campbell chose to only rush three on fourth and 19. He chose to call a timeout right at that 4th and 19. Uh, Will Harris, who is a horrible safety, you know, we shouldn't even have him there. He blew the coverage. He shouldn't even be on our team, I think. And also, Campbell played it safe, ran it three times to kick the go-ahead field goal. I mean, with a better team, I see that. But with a team like ours, where we're just kind of kamikaze Dan, I think you just go for the touchdown there. There's so many things that I think could have been done to even avoid getting into that spot in the first place. 
and also just yeah having a better team you won't be in that spot in the first place but uh yeah there's definitely a, several things that like even before that game winning field goal i i saw that could have been better yeah blaze what did you think about it yeah i'm kind of echoing what you guys are i got my new favorite uh pickup line at the bar damn girl you marquise brown because i missed them tds you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was, that was... Hey, you let us know how that works. Oh, 100% Garrett. Listen, I have a separate dating guru <laughs> advice. Um, no, uh, yeah, my heart just continues to break for these lions. Um, it again to echo what you guys say, should they have technically been in this game? No, but the way that the gods aligned it, they should have won this game. Justin Tucker is. Easily one of the best kickers of all time. But if you would have told me games on the line, he's going to hit a 66-yarder off the crossbar, I would have told you you're dreaming. Um, but no, the Lions just continually shoot themselves in the foot. Like Eric said, I think they ran the ball too much. Um, it was good for me. DeAndre slips on my uh, fantasy team. He got his touchdown. He got robbed of a second touchdown that uh, Williams vultured from him. But... You could just see the disparity in talent the entire game. And the fact that they were even up with, you know, that much time remaining is beyond me, just based on how the two teams played. Not that the Ravens were capitalizing on anything that they were doing, but the Lions just seemed outclassed in every single aspect of the game. And you just, you just thought it was going to bounce their way. Um, I've looked at the delay of game. I, again, I kind of agree with Eric. It happens all the time. It'd be like calling holding on every play, pretty much. Um, let them play, especially that late into the game. It, it, it's 50-50 it's for me, but you know, I don't think that's the, uh, the big overarching story. The big overarching story is how, how much MCDC is getting out of these guys without the talent he has. But in the same breath, they just, they just seem like they're always going to come just short. So... Yeah. You know, cool. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> you know, I've been around Lions fans all my life. My best friend's a Lions fan. I obviously know Eric, and I know lots of other people that are Lions fans. You know, this happens all the time, and it, it sucks for Lions fans because their team is always so bad that when a bad call happens, it typically results in them losing, right? And but but they did so many things that they could have done to to win the game. I mean, the the Ravens. I mean, they were trying to give the game to him, but then Dan Campbell made a couple really stupid mistakes, like the timeout on the 4th and 19 to, to recoup, get his guys together, as he said, and then immediately just blows the coverage. You got guys doing man and guys doing zone, and it's like, how the fuck does that happen? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I feel bad for the Lions, but at the same token, they shouldn't have won that game anyhow. They, they weren't going to win it no matter what. I'm very happy that Justin Tucker hit the 66-yard field goal because that's fucking awesome, and he's one of the best kickers in the league, and I really think he deserves to you know, be on the top echelon or the number one guy for kicking it. But uh, I don't know. It, it, like Okay, so going to the Packers game, I'm going to do a segue here because I'm pretty good at podcasting now. So we're segueing over to the <laughs> Packers game, right? And uh, first half, end of the first half, Jimmy Garoppolo's getting sacked, fucking throws the ball, just like basically spikes it. Doesn't get called for an intentional grounding. They're within the red zone, and, and uh, the, it, instead of an intentional grounding, it's an incomplete pass, and the next play they get a touchdown. That's a seven-point penalty that – 
you know, the Packers had had against them, but that didn't matter because the Packers ended up winning. I mean, there was the Devontae Adams got his head removed during a play. Penalty wasn't called on that. Jair Alexander fucking jumped up and, like, touched Jimmy Garoppolo and moved past him. And all of a sudden, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't even get sacked, doesn't even fall down. And that's, a you know, a, a penalty on Jair Alexander. So, I don't know. It, like, bad penalties happen all the time. The officiating sucks, and it's really bad. It was really bad this last week. I felt bad for the Lions. The Packers had a lot of bad calls. There were a lot of bad calls going the other way, too, with the 49ers-Packers game. The ref, refing just needs to be better, and uh, yeah. you know, having having like part time people for the refs is fucking stupid. I mean, the NFL is a billion, billions and billions of dollars organization. Just have full time refs that are actually good at their job. Um, and I also saw a stat that the uh, the the uh, ref that was the that the one of the refs during the Lions game was also the one that happened during the Aaron Rodgers hail mary. And then one of the other heartbreaking losses. So maybe he just is out to get you guys. But also the refs just suck, and that's football. And the Lions are never good enough to 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 get over that hump, I guess, right now. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I think uh, the local radio host around here, his name is Mike Vlenny. And I, I know I have some Lions fans that are going to like punch me in the head for even speaking his name. But uh, we are, <laughs> he hit a good point. We're the skid mark of the NFL. We need to punch down the door and not knock on it for the refs to respect us. Like, literally, we need to, like, run right through that fucking door and, like, jam it through instead of just knocking on it every game, possibly winning. We need to, like, definitely win every game, you know? And that's when these calls won't happen anymore. Anyway, I yeah. On to the mm-hmm. Packers beating the 49ers. Um, 30-28. to 28. Yeah, I mean, like, that. it's a great example there from the last game, what you need to do sometimes when calls don't go your way. 37 seconds left, Rodgers just marches right down the field. And Too we much thought time. That, Too much yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yep. we thought, like, he. Yeah, we thought that it wouldn't happen, but every time it does. So, Cole, what did you think about that? I, I love that game. I mean, obviously I love that game because of the ending. Now, the game itself up until the ending, like, that that second half was not a fun half to watch as a Packers fan. First half, we were, they, I mean, we were running on all cylinders. We were killing it. Devontae looked good. Rodgers was slinging the ball. Things were going our way. Second half was where it took a kind of a, a downturn, and our offense wasn't clicking, and we weren't really doing a whole lot. But, you know, they pulled it together. They got it done. Um, I was very ex- happy to see um, that Kevin King, uh, was out. He, he's sick or something. But the our rookie cornerback stepped up. Stokes, I believe, is his name. And he 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 did a lot better than uh, Kevin King did because Kevin King has pretty much been absolutely terrible. Uh, so I was happy to see him. Also, if anyone thinks that Aaron Rodgers hates his teammates and hates football and doesn't want to play, uh, you should watch the end of that game because he was probably the most excited person in the world when. Mason Crosby hit that kick, and you could tell that he uh, he had all the faith. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what were oh, you saying? I'm sorry, 
I was just talking about how the uh, the quarterback that the Lions traded away is actually a phenomenal player and an MVP candidate, and Matt Stafford is going to fucking go, and I'm glad he's not on a shit team like the okay, Lions okay. holding him back. Also, Kelvin Johnson, hate fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the fact that you had your chance to shit all over everything. If, 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 Eric wants to, if Eric wants to get into my shit while I'm talking about the Packers, I'm going to shit all over his lines even I more. A, I just had but, a fart, man. Sorry. Great, great game. Love Rodgers. Love the pack. It's going to be a good season. Fuck the 49ers also. <laughs> Blaze? That's just... I defer my time. <laughs> this is the, uh... <laughs> this is the uh, second game that I really like. There, there's the clear number one game that I don't even want to touch that I'm going to have to. Um, this is the uh, getting the saw out, ready to cut my foot off game. Um... I remember bits and pieces of the game. I, I was at a uh, friend's house watching it. I was super just, you know, uh, other games happened on Sunday, and I was just, like, licking my wounds. And that first half, the Packers were cruising. I was like, great. Then the Niners made a great comeback in the third. I was like, oh, man, maybe this weekend isn't going to suck. And then I saw that last drive on the fourth quarter, and Jimmy Garoppolo had that big, dumb, happy GQ face on him. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Look who you're... Look. And then Aaron Rodgers, who I've been shitting on this whole preseason about... Say something nice about Rodgers. He <laughs> sacrificed himself to the devil to be really good at regular season football, is what he did. Because... The fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know. I was I had really high hopes for the 49ers too because the last two times the Packers came to San Francisco, Levi's um, Stadium, they got the doors blown off of them two times in a row. So when the Niners made that comeback, I was really like, yeah, you know, like this is the, this is the 49ers we know at home. Oh uh, no, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and they all just whatever, man. I uh, I don't have a lot to say on this game because I don't have a lot to say about the Packers. So. Fuck off, Cole. <laughs> I don't Chris? worry, I'll talk about yeah. the Bears soon. No, no. Me too. Yeah, Me too. <laughs> I mean, just... <laughs> I mean, just like I uh, said in our little group chat, I thought the uh, Packers were going to win. thought they were going to win big. Got a little cocky at halftime. Uh, but yeah, uh, as soon as I saw 37 seconds, I was like, oh, pff, game's not over. And sh- sure enough, not over. I think uh, Rodgers is going to be playing like that every game. He's got a lot to prove for that team, for that city, to prove that he actually wants to be in the NFC North still and not just on vacation mode now. He's no longer with Miles Teller. Yep. So I do have, like, one note here. Um, Packers were up 24-21. LaFleur opted to go for a field goal again instead of going for it on fourth down to, you know, actually just take the lead in the game. This, you know, like was something that would that's something that would come back and bite the Lions in the ass, but uh, obviously that didn't happen this game, but he went uh they went up 27 to 21. Grapple came back, scored a TD to make it 28-27. I think a better QB like a Tom Brady would have ran down that clock all the way, and Grapple wasn't able to do that. 
Um, and that's why Rogers got the ball with 37 what seconds you left. Talk- oh, you're talking about Garoppolo. Okay, I thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying a better quarterback <laughs> like Tom Brady, like last year. Uh, yeah, he ran it. down the clock pretty much all the way uh, and won that game. So, <laughs> yeah, a better quarterback probably would have ran down that clock, and the 49ers probably wouldn't have lost. But here we are. Packers win again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, yeah, I will say you, going off of the, the yeah the field goal thing, um, Lafleur is such an interesting person, like to as a coach, because I like him for the most part because he you know he's he's obviously done a very good job and he he seems to be aggressive at the weirdest times, which is what I enjoy. But then when it comes down to like that, or even last year where it's like. Hey man, we're we're you know <laughs> we're gonna trust our defense and we're gonna kick a field goal with, you know where a touchdown wins the game for the other team and it's like we definitely should not be doing that. Our defense is is they're okay, but they are not that good and I am not that confident and we've already, you know, dealt with being <laughs> that biting us in the ass. So I don't know why he keeps doing that. And if you have Rodgers, why not just go for it? Worst case scenario, they're gonna have to march down and score a touchdown regardless. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was a good point by Eric that I didn't want to talk about. <laughs> All right, well, uh, on to the Vikings game. Just uh, we'll we'll get Chris in here right away. They beat the Seahawks thirty to seventeen. Cousins finally, you know, like I, he won a game where he was playing good the last two games. He was playing flawless this game. Won it. Beat bested Russell Wilson. Chris, what do you think about that? Well, let's get something straight. He's been playing great all year. Man has no picks all year. Yeah. He's he's put that team on his back. They're one kick away from being two and one tied with the Vikings. Or I'm sorry, the Packers. We're not talking about that right now. But I think right now the Vikings without Cook, I think they looked a little bit deadlier. Madison really, really showed something. And I think he's definitely gonna be competing with Cook from here on out for, for touches. Um I think Justin Jefferson. I don't know about that. I do. I mean, if you, I think he's a little. All I think right. he's a much better receiving back, and I think that's where it helps. Uh, do you think, uh, you know, your, your offensive guru uh, Zimmer is going to use them as a dual threat running back? I think. I think he would be smart, team. just mainly to preserve Cook, because <laughs> Cook, you know, he's been having a little bit of injuries mm-hmm. here and there. But me personally, that's what I'm doing. Just split the time, or play the hot hand. Right now, the hot hand's Madison and. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. And the defense definitely was given, um, old Russell a little bit of a fritz there in the second half. He couldn't really get out of that backfield quick enough. And it's, it's a joy to watch finally. <laughs> I will say I would, uh, would be very scared of Cook and, uh, Madison as a, uh, kind of like a Zeke and Pollard type combo where, you know they use they use Zeke's their main guy, but Pollard he's still he's still oh, yeah. really good. So I, and, I think Zimmer though he's never shown that he'd want to be a two back. No, field, and and that so. and that's and that's oh, the thing no. he never will. Yeah. At Madison, <laughs> I don't as think soon he will as soon as Cook gets over this little injury, you know, at Madison's back on the back burner again, yeah. which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, Zimmer hates offense. Chris, I got a quick question. Uh, do you think Zimmer is over Kirk Cousins not wanting to get vaccinated now that Kirk Cousins isn't a piece of shit? Oh, and yeah, actually he, plays does, good he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> okay. care about that at all now. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, please. Oh, another horrible game for the NFC North. The, uh, <laughs> the Vikings won. 
Um, yeah, uh, screw Alexander Hamilton, it's Alexander Madison. Wow, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. Ooh. No, actually, I was... <laughs> to kind of echo uh, Chris's point, Chris hasn't been here with us shitting on the Vikings literally every chance we get. So I will give them credit when credit's due. We were saying how awful Kirk Cousin is as a person, as a football player, as a leader. A through Z. Uh, he finally looked the part as a leader, at least. He's always been a good football player. Uh, but he was finally making the plays that we expect a guy who gets paid that m- amount of money to make on a regular basis. Uh, the defensive pressure was finally there. They got a bunch of their uh, their guys back, so you can definitely see that their defense isn't as miserable as they were uh, the past two weeks. So I, I still, like, we've kind of been saying, like, yeah, the Vikings look really bad the first two weeks, but don't count them out. They're kind of that that B-level team of the NFC North that, um, you know, unlike where the, where the Lions would lose a game like that, well, they'd also lose a game like that. That's, that's what they're known for, too. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give them some uh, moral support. I don't know. The, the Seahawks are a good team, and they played very, very, very well, especially uh, the defense against such a high-caliber offense as the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And I think... Uh, how as well as Madison played, he didn't reach the end zone. Um, I still think he has a lot to prove. I think if it proves anything that there's so much running back depth in the NFL, there if your stud guy, your blue oh, your yeah. blue collar guy goes down, a lot of these teams don't have to worry about it. But you know, a good final win for the Vikings. But uh, we'll we'll see going forward. They got a tough test uh, next week against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, because Madison actually did the same exact thing he did Saw to Browns the Seahawks at Vikings, this sorry. week. Yep. Browns at oh, Vikings. Oh, yeah, you're good, you're yep. good. Yeah, but no, Madison did the same thing to the Seahawks last year. No, they got they got the, uh, the Browns next. Yeah. Why was I thinking that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then he's definitely going to get stuck. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Chris, yeah, Chris, what were you saying? We, hey, we shall see. Oh, so what I was saying was Madison... Did the same thing against the Seahawks as last time out he played them. He had, I think it was like 122 rushing yards, another 40 receiving, and darn near matched it again this week. I mean, I I think this is where everybody jumps on the Kirk Cousins hype train again, and then I think it's going to inevitably derail, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> Let's move on to Bears. Uh, wait, sorry. Bears. Um, uh, got this wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Browns, yeah. Browns beat the Bears 26-6. I had this written the opposite way, sorry. I had the Bears, I had it written, Bears beat the Browns for some reason, and that did not happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, An alternate fe- universe. <laughs> Fields, uh, he was sacked nine times, went uh, six for 20 for 68 yards. Justin Tucker's field goal was only two yards shorter than his passing yards. Uh, yeah, Blaze, what, what did you think about that game? Well, first of all, thanks for adding insult to injury by confusing that the Bears had actually won that game. That was very, very gentlemanly of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a lot to say about this game. I could probably do a whole podcast on my own on just this game itself. Um, oh, shit. When you were saying how he was stacked <laughs> nine times, it kind of reminds me of that uh, Ferris Bueller part where the mom finds out where Ferris was sick for nine times and Edward Rooney's just in his head, her head, nine times. 
I mean, there's, we'll start at the bottom. We'll start at the most obvious problem. That offensive line is literally made out of wet cardboard, and Miles Garrett and company just had a field day. I mean, again, you, Cole was talking about how um, Justin Tucker deserved that uh, record. Miles Garrett deserves the Browns record for having most sacks in the game. Um, then you go to Ryan Pace, who had not, or seven years, or this will be his seventh year, to put together a team that is cohesive enough to not get kicked out of the playoffs twice, once on Nickelodeon. Um, and then I, I think that the, uh, the biggest issue, though, the, the, the real, like, what can we do now? What can we do to stop the poison? And it all starts with Matt Nagy. Uh, Matt Nagy, this offensive guru who came in, he uh, copied and pasted the Philly special twice in 2018, and he's an offensive guru. Uh, he hates his quarterbacks. He hates his tight ends. Jimmy Graham is retweeting how we only had 1.1 yard per play, which is the worst this century. And, you know, I, I think the defense played really, really up to snuff for as much as they could. They stopped them to their first two uh, fourth downs, fourth down conversions that they tried. Uh, but you can only do so much. And as a Bears fan, I know that. The, the defense is not made of these, you know, bionicle men. They get tired. And you look at guys like Justin Field, who has all the potential in the world, but if you're not going to do one freaking rollout, if you're going to get stuffed at the run, and then, this is a really fun stat. I know I'm going to way over time, but um, we weren't running, so we decided to do play action, smart Matt Nagy moves, right? We, we gained negative 1,400% of our yards on play action passes. This guy has no idea what the heck he is doing. I I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. This game is just going to end it for me. I, I don't feel confident going into the Lions game, and that's a scary thought. So you guys can go ahead and tear me to shreds. Hey. I don't care. Yeah, I I got a question, Blaze. Um, how do you feel about my week one prediction of how many wins the Bears are going to get this year? I don't care, man. I, it's, it's, it's a bigger issue than this right now. This is... <laughs> uh, I, I got another interesting fact. Did you know that Mitchell Trubisky had one yards of passing? One for one, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, him and the Bears had the same amount of passing yards. Dude, Matt Nagy is so bad. Cool. Mitch Trubisky could sue him for lost wages. Because I don't think Mitch Trubisky is as bad as people say he is. Matt Nagy is that no, bad. He's not. Fuck Matt Nagy. Yeah, if we so lose to the Lions next week, he is knocking down that bus ride to Hallis Hall. I'll tell you that much. Not if I have anything to do with it. I, 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 I think if Mitch Trubisky he... went to the Rams, he would probably look like an MVP right now. Oh, absolutely. No, that's not true. That's not <laughs> true. Kidding. Matt Stafford's an MVP. Mitchell Trubisky is a mid-tier quarterback. And no, Justin man. Fields is in a bad situation. And Matt Nagy shouldn't have had a job last year, let alone this oh, yeah. year. And I feel bad for the Bears, but I also fucking hate the Bears. And I'm living it. I love it. Are you telling me that Justin Fields is going to be your next saving grace? And then you guys if we have a competent play caller. Even if he was good... You would have done better. I don't know. Maybe he just sucks. Maybe he's gonna, you know, blow apart. Maybe your team is just awful forever. All right, Blaze. Do you think? Do you think Matt Nagy was purposefully just calling the worst game of his life to prove that Field is not ready to be out there yet? God, that's such a weird because question. Because that's I know honestly what it seems like. I know it's been out there. Um, God, to say sabotage—that's so weird. 
Um, I know he has an ego big enough to probably do it, but I can't. I can't really put it. Like God, that's so weird to say. I know he loves his Nick Foles. I know he loves his Andy Dalton. I know he hates his mobile quarterbacks. But to really just to feed a rookie like that out to the dogs, just to give the Chicago crowd the big middle finger. I mean, they got to have better blocking schemes than what he was throwing out there. I mean, shoot, McHenry Warriors can blow through that line right now. I mean, they look good against Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't know. A lot. I don't know. I, I, I would hope not. I would hope he would not sabotage his own quarterback, and I'm going to stand no, I, I by don't, that. No, I don't think he did. I just think I just think the Browns were just that dominant. There was nothing else they could have really done that game. I mean, yeah. we can shit on the Bears all we want, but at the end of the day, we saw the type of talent that the Browns should be playing with every week, you know? Yeah, and maybe that's just, you know, they have a lot. The Browns have a lot of new players, and maybe this was just them finally, you know, congelling yeah. together. Um, yes. Yep. But I don't know. I, Matt Maggie sucks, though. Um, not as much as Cole and the Packers, but you know, if you guys need an offensive wins, if you if you guys need an offensive coordinator, hit me up, man. I know a guy. He'll help you out. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Don't think I want that. You know, Matt Patricia, you went to uh, the Patriots, and now they're playing Jelani Tavai over Deontay Hightower. So, yeah. Go figure. No, thank you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, now it's on to our fun topic. Why does Blaze's internet suck so much? Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is it because you're in Florida I, or something? Who knows? I was born a poor it. white yeah. child. <laughs> Ron DeSantis just shitting all over your internet infrastructure, I guess. Uh, anyway, I went to New Orleans recently, another su- southern state. Uh, well, southern city. And uh, I puked all over the streets there. And Ooh. I just, you know... Hangovers are getting worse as you turn 30, as as you go into your 30s. I, I turned 30 this past week, and yeah, I I am feel very, very old. I I feel like a grandpa, because I, I literally just went out for one night, like, on Frenchman Street, which is like, it's like the better Bourbon Street. It's in the neighborhood of Marigny, and, you know, they have jazz all up and down it, but Bourbon Street is like, you know, that's where there's a bunch of strip clubs and, like, club music and people, like, you know, puking in the streets while they're drinking. I Blaze actually was lucky. <laughs> yeah. You know, people with PBR tattoos. And, you know, I yep. was lucky enough, you know, to puke the next day. But I was on a architecture tour, and this guy was just talking about this beautiful architecture and everything. And I literally just puked right next to a restaurant as people were eating. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, that happened. Well, if it if it makes you feel any better, I also threw up this weekend from over drinking. Uh, granted, I don't think I over drank. I just had a very very bad hangover. Uh, I I like went downtown Savannah, Georgia, with my girlfriend and started kind of bar hopping uh, from at like I think eleven like or no it was like two I, went, I drank from like two to two to eleven so it was a long day of drinking but I woke up at three a.m miserable just puked my brains out hung over as shit the next day absolutely just like popping excedrin ice pack the whole nine yards still not not making it uh the one saving grace was we went to uh there's a really really good pho restaurant 
nearby and man oh man that warm broth and noodles really just brought my whole life back together so uh eric my suggestion is as you get older just make sure you have ramen and maybe a nice fall restaurant nearby because that stuff just uh, that, it, i actually did get i felt ramen. amazing after yeah and i could take down like half of it but it didn't cure the the nausea that i had yeah i mean blaze you're uh, kind of a being in the expert. south you gotta have that waffle house yeah, Ooh, dude. I've, Boys, I, you're kind I, of an okay. expert on hangovers, right? I love Waffle House. An expert? Yeah, don't get yeah. them. That's the best. <laughs> if you don't, problem if you solved. Don't, if you don't stop drinking, you'll you never. You can't have get a hangover. hangover. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've n- I've never really been a puker. I've never really been a hangover person. Like I I. Hmm. Mm. I've not definitely a lot felt of brain function going on then. Exactly. There's not enough brain cells left to kill. You know. So. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I've definitely, uh, now that I've turned 30, I'm turning 31 basically next month at this point. Um, How old is everyone in this pie? I'm 27, by the way, you bunch of fucking old people. I'm not even the oldest one here. Sounds like you're already getting, yeah, Chris, you you said you're, you have two beers a day at at dinner and then you go play, you go play catch with your son in the, in the backyard or... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We have we have a grand old time every night. <laughs> no, you know, I, I that's all I did in the twenties. It's just yeah. a blur. You know, I was in the army, so what else could you do? Ah, uh, okay. He's so old. He's referring to the nineteen twenties. That's right. <laughs> oh, pre-prohibition. Hey, Plays with the killers uh, this episode. <laughs> how did how did you reach a point where you could have self-control and not just self-hate? Uh long story. I mean, we got time, but basically I just saw too many people dropping dead from alcoholism, so I was like, I'm done. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. That got real sad. Not, yeah, not to go too dark on you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cole, your therapy is tomorrow night. This is the podcast. Yeah, not tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I right. charge 40 an hour. You know what I've done, like, every day since I've turned 30? I've actually woken up early and made tea, and it's actually been very pleasant. Gee, Dad, I, thanks. <laughs> I, well, I kind of had a come come to Jesus moment. I'm just like, I'm turning 30. I can't be puking in the street anymore. And yeah, now I, I'm just trying to be a, a little bit healthier. Like, I think I eat generally healthy, but then like all the drinking, you know, I, maybe I should just cut back a bit on that and just have more tea, you know? More tea. When yes. I, yeah. When I uh, first started getting into like the field construction stuff, uh, I was told by a site superintendent of mine that uh, as soon as you join the construction group, you get a honorary member of the AA club. So, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just all a part of the job. So, you know, I, yeah. I feel like I have to continue the trend until I get out of the construction industry that I could, you know, maybe sober up a little bit. Well, Cole, you, you know- said you're into boofing alcohol, though, right? <laughs> Into what? <laughs> Booping it, like putting it down your butt. Man, I knew he was a pack. I knew he was a pack fan, but not taking it literally. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a fucking like verb for it. I just had always heard of like butt chug a beer or whatever. Not fucking. Yeah, this is an ed- this is an educational podcast. Yeah. I guess so, man. I'm learning all sorts of stuff today. <laughs> well, well, you know, in the uh, in the law field, uh, AA stands for uh, just more alcohol and Adderall. Uh, that just gets through the day. You know? <laughs> well. I guess on to next week, unless any of you guys had anything more, you know, any more life tips you wanted to give people. 
Uh, uh, just listen to Asher Roth. I love college, and you'll be good. That's uh, gosh, Blaze, you're bringing it back to our freshman year. That's uh, <laughs> that was the start of my my self hate and you know drinking too much. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I shouldn't listen to that anymore. <laughs> the day I met you, Blaze, it all went downhill. You know what? I my mom told me the that. same thing, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Browns at Vikings. OBJ is back, coming out of a win against the vaunted Bears defense, as Blaze always says. And, I i mean, man, I'm, I'm definitely one of those people that thinks the Kirk Cousins train will derail. And I got the Browns winning this one 28-24. I think, you know, on top of them running it down their throats, I think that Baker and OBJ are going to come out big this game. Like, it's going to be like that kind of lost, um, that lost connection that like they never really had because when OBJ first came to Cleveland, he wasn't too impressive. He had a few like plays where you know he did like a reverse run for like sixty some yards at one point, but like he was constantly injured all the time. I think this is his big comeback day. Like against the Bears, you know he was decent, but like this is his game where he goes for like one hundred fifty and a touchdown. Chris, what do you think about this game? He's not getting a uh, 115. I can tell you that. He'll get like he'll get like 108. Okay. Um, <laughs> cousins, cousins. Ah, uh, he's probably gonna have a little bit of an off game. He'll still probably he'll get his two touchdowns, but he'll he'll get his first pick on the year. That's my prediction. Um, whether or not Dalvin Cook comes back is is up to be in the it's up in the air right now. So I'm hoping for another big game for Madison. Uh, but with that being said, I don't think the Vikings defense has enough playmakers to stop what the Browns have. So I'm taking the taking the Browns. We'll say 32-24. Fair, please. For my own sanity, um, I really hope we just an absolute shit kicking, just a curb stopping performance <laughs> by the Browns. <laughs> Just so I'm not the crazy one. Um, in honesty, um, yeah, the Vikings look like they might have turned a corner last week. Uh, like I previously mentioned, Delvin Cook is shelved, so that's going to hurt. Um, I, I kind of tend to agree with Eric as well that uh, OBJ and Baker Bayfield might find that connection, especially if they open up the run game against the uh, Vikings defense. Um uh, Kirk Cousins, what, which which version are we going to see? Are we going to see the one that crumpled against the lowly Cincinnati Bengals or the ones that uh, beat former Super Bowl champion Russell Wilson? I am going to have to say, give me Cleveland in this one, 28-13. to 13. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, you know, the Vikings have had, they've only won once, right? And they won against the Seahawks. The Seahawks... I think are frauds this year. I don't think they're a good team. They've only beaten the Colts, which the Colts is also not a good team this year. And the Se- the Seahawks have lost to the Titans, and then they've also lost to the Vikings now. And the Vikings have only beaten the Seahawks. So I don't think the Vikings are as good as everyone says they are. I think the Browns are going to handle them pretty good, and I think it's going to be uh, 31... Uh, Quick math, thirty-one seventeen. Yeah, we'll go with that one. I I just I I think the Browns are too good. I think OBJ and Baker, because you know Landry 
way better when OBJ wasn't on the field. When Landry's not on the field, OBJ's probably going to be a hell of a lot better too. And Baker loves to sling the ball, so. It's not easy having two superstars of wide receivers to get them mm-hmm. the same amount of catches. Yeah. Two two superstar running backs are working out pretty well, though. <laughs> it's a lot easier to rotate running backs though, because you you know you just rotate them in and out of the yeah. plays while like the wide receivers you you know you got them lined up on either side. Yeah. There Plus, wide receivers are just prima donnas anyway, so I get it. Yeah. Are you saying OBJ's got a is a trauma queen and has attitude? Never. <laughs> what? I mean, I saw I, mean, I saw him, pro- I saw him propose Rogers, to a yeah. kicker's net. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, on to uh, Steelers. Teammates. <laughs> well, on to Steelers at Packers. This is, uh, yeah, I the Steelers have been looking pretty, pretty fucking rough. Especially Big Ben, he just, you know, he's done for. Like, I don't know how. He, this is again about aging gracefully. Like, I feel like I have, uh, you know, maybe been drinking like Big Ben, you know, up to my thirties, and Big Ben just kept doing it. Except he kept playing football, and so maybe like he kept more a little bit more in shape because he had to do a little jogging here and there. But I I think he's just kind of done for now. And I got the Packers winning thirty one twenty, easily hand, handling them, and you know taking a concrete lead in the NFC North. Uh, Cole, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, the Steelers are looking real rough i mean the most points they've scored was their first game at 23 points so they have not had a very good offense i feel bad for Najee harris he's he looks like he could be a stud but big ben uh is uh he should retire he's not looking good at all and obviously the packers are steamrolling man they're gonna roll right over these fools it's gonna be like 42 14 42 17 i'll go 17 again with the steelers i think uh, I just don't think they they have it in them to be anything good, and I think they're gonna. I think Tomlin. I'm I'm worried that Tomlin might get his first losing season, which would be absolutely you know a travesty because I think Tomlin's an amazing coach, but they they need to do something. And the bad thing is the Steelers have no contingency plan. Big Ben is their contingency plan. You think Mason Rudolph's gonna be a good quarterback? No, like they got nothing. So I'm excited to watch the game though. For sure, please. Uh, yeah, the uh, Steelers are a hot mess right now. It all circles around uh, Benjamin Roethlisberger, the man who has never received one MVP vote in his career. Um, neither is Russell Wilson. Ooh, oh, we're all so sad. Oh no, I'm just saying, like he's he's way past his prime. He is. Uh, I, I'm gonna paraphrase uh, what a pundit said because I really agreed with them. Um, I forgot who it was, so I, I can't give credit, but this isn't my own thoughts. Um, he is what if Tom Brady didn't give a shit about football, uh, where Tom Brady goes back to the lab every year, works on his craft, and now he's 44 playing like he's 24. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't do OTAs. He doesn't show up to team meetings. He just kind of like, yeah, I got a big arm and I've had a lot of great wide receivers and running backs around me. Um, and it's really a and a lot of bacon, yeah, and a lot of bacon. Um, <laughs> it, it's and the sad thing is, it's a detriment to all the great talent around him, especially that defense. Um, he might be single handedly ruining TJ Watt's career. I, I mean, I know TJ Watt's been hurt the past week, but um, you know, he's the highest paid um, edge rusher in the league for now, and what? that whole what <laughs> a lot. <laughs> 
and that oh I got and that defense is just it it kind of reminds me of the Bears where you know you have all this talent but you just can't find a quarterback and that defense is just miserable but I'm talking about the Steelers way too much right now um I think that the Packers do win this one easily I do think Aaron Rodgers is back I'm gonna say 31 to 7 and uh unfortunately because again Mike Tomlin is a Hall of Fame coach and that whole team is getting let down by really one player for sure Uh, Chris I mean I, I you can't really say much more about how bad the Steelers have been um so with that being said, I'm just going to go straight into my score. Um, 32-12. 32-12, damn. All right, well, on to Lions at Bears. The, I mean, it should be the most <laughs> exciting game of all of these, but, like, probably isn't, uh, yeah. you know, two really bad teams. And, you know, I, I kind of got a hot take for this one. I think the Lions will kind of easily win this one. I think that... The Bears are breaking down, and as Jamal Williams would say, I watch too much anime to give up. And I think the Lions are going to come right out. They're going to smash it down their mouth with Swift and Williams. I think that defense is going to wear down, and I think Goff, you know, this might be one game where he actually, like, I mean, he's looked okay this whole season, but I think he's going to be on this game, the whole game. I got Lions winning 21-14. to Cole? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I honestly think the Lions will get their first win this week against the Bears, mostly because Dan Campbell has that you know that attitude with him of like don't give up type thing. Now, granted, this last game was very defeating to them, understandably so. So I'm interested to see if the culture and what he's built and if his enthusiasm stays with them. Because if it does, I think that team will beat the Bears. Because I, I I think both teams have a lot of faults and a lot of issues, but I think Dan Campbell is a way better motivator than Nagy. Nagy is quite the opposite. If you just removed him from the equation, the Bears would just let them play, you know, backyard football. They probably would be doing better, but I think the Lions will win. I think it'll be uh, kind of a low-scoring slugfest of uh, 9-21 Lions. Lions win 21-9. All right, Blaze. And this three field goals. Nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, luckily, Soldier Field already looks like a toilet because uh, there's going to be a lot of shit in this game. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I am so I am so overly nervous about this game. Um, I, 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 I was joking around kind of before, but I really feel like this is the game that Matt Nagy needs to win. Whatever's left in his trick book um, to show that we are a competent team with the pieces that he has together. This is it. This is the time to show it, bud. Um, whole world's watching. I think uh, I, I do agree. I think the running backs are going to have uh, for the Lions are going to have a great game. Um, also, Jamal Williams, what a national treasure. That's a great quote. Um, I love him. He's great. Um, I I don't have as much uh, belief in their passing game as Eric believes. Um, I think that front seven will get to golf enough to where he's going to have to throw underneath a lot. Um, and hopefully the uh, the corners and the uh, safeties can pick that up. 
On the offensive side of the ball, it's it, it's anyone's game at this point. Um, I've seen <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of bad Lions plays, but um, they've also get bailed out a lot by uh, incompetent offenses. So hopefully the uh, the Bears have a top you know fifteen wide receiver in a Rob, and hopefully they just uh, sling the ball a little bit more than they have been. I don't know. I don't know though. I'm I'm going to conservatively say the Bears win twenty three to twenty. And even that's not going to make me feel good. But Bears win 23-20. All right, Chris? Um, I'm in agreement with Blaze. Nagy needs this win. He's going to pull out all the stops. I know as of right now, Dalton is questionable. So is Fields. So is Nick Foles actually going to win? Uh, but my other question is, has Jared Goff ever lost mm-hmm. to the Bears, though? And if that's the case, then I might have to take the Lions. I um, beat him last yes. year. You beat him last Did he? year. Yeah, we got okay. killed well, on Sunday night. At yeah, Lo-Fi. that's true. That's true. Um, but no, I'm still gonna stick with the Bears. I think they have a lot more to prove. Yes, I think the offensive line will actually be able to block a little bit this week for them, because uh, it's, I think it's just two average teams going at it right there. So it's any man's game. But I'm taking Bears 24-21. That was right. the nicest compliment ever. You call us average. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because the defense average. makes you guys average. You called the Lions average yeah. too, which is wow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I they're think a couple, the go- they're they're a couple plays away from being two and one as well. I I think the golf to Hawkinson uh, connection could show up this week. That's I I um, oh I'm, it's going uh, to. I'm in agreement with you guys that our wide receivers suck, but like the golf to Hawkinson connection is real, and the golf to Swift connection is real. I I definitely think that. There's something there, but we'll see how much of it is there. So, on to our fantasy football draft. So, uh, as of, <laughs> because uh, Cole slept in last week, <laughs> we uh, could not do a fantasy football draft. Slept through the night, really, yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, I took a nap, and uh, sometimes naps just uh, take you a lot longer than you think. Yeah. So be fair, he maybe woke little, up halfway through because we got that. Yeah, maybe a little bit less boofing fireball, a little bit more um, podcasting. So, yeah, yeah I'll, try, I'll remember that. Well, as of uh, last week, I was in first place with 127.26 uh, total, and then Blaze was in second place with a 119.9. Cole, you were in third place with 107.06. And Chris, because you're new to our podcast, we're, we're going to start you out the low score. So you will be starting out with 107.06. And um, how how do you guys want to do this? Like, I, I know I'll be first. Blaze will be second. Cole and Chris. Um, uh, I don't know if Cole, I'll, you want to be I'm nice. I'm new so guy, him... so I'll just go last. Okay, but Cole I'm, might I want like that turnaround. I'm a, I'm a drafted yeah, last yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> I want Cole the last that... draft. Yeah, yeah, Cole is the... It's a snake oh, draft, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, sometimes drafting last is okay. So, okay, we'll we'll do that where Chris is third. And, Cole, you are last. So, I will start out... Ooh. I think I'm going to go Aaron Jones against that kind of porous Steelers defense. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's where I'm going to start. Aaron Jones. Okay. I'm going to go... Uh... I'm going to go, oof, oof. Hold on, I got to think about this now. (laughs) 
I'm gonna go. Uh, let's go, DeAndre Swift. All right, interesting. Chris? He's on my he's on my regular fantasy team. So. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Who do I want to take? Uh. You know what? I'm gonna go with Montgomery. Fair. Well. Just hyping oh. your boy Madison. Uh, no. <laughs> I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Rod. You know, I'm gonna go with Adams. I'll go with Devontae Adams. This first first pick. All right. And, and you got the turnaround. On the turnaround, I'll go with Rodgers. Uh, okay. I Just see what you're doing the there. Baskets. <laughs> um, and we can only draft one running back, so that means, Chris, you cannot pick Alexander yeah. Madison right now. So, yeah. That's okay. I'll live without that one this week. Um, I'm going to go with good old go with Jared Goff. Jared Goff against the Bears. All right. Hmm. Please. Let me go... Uh... Allen Robinson. Fair. Um, I'm going to go with TJ Hawkinson. And then I will pick... Okay, shit. Yeah, we got Jared Goff. Damn it. Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins. And... Yep, here, here I am. Um, Fook. I guess... Yeah, I'll go with Nick... Nah, I'm gonna go with Andy Dalton. I, I think he'll end up starting. I don't know. Listen, we, you can just say Bears quarterback because that's not okay. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just fair. Go with Bears. Bears QB. Okay, so right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go Robert Tanyan. 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 Robert Tanyan. Tanyan, oh, you big, piece of shit. Big Bob. It's definitely Tanyan. Um, yes, yeah, Tanyan. Yeah, we're from the, we're from his hometown. Yeah, literally. My aunt lives right next door to his grandparents. Everyone's a Tunyon, but <laughs> yeah. Uh so I'm up. Oh, gold. Who's gonna have a bigger week? We're going Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. All right. That's kind of been our whole thing with the Vikings wide receivers. We kind of have to like flip that. It's either him or Thielen. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Madison, and then I'll go with. Conklin. With who? Sorry. Oh, no. Conklin. Conklin. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Packers defense. Or no, that's Chris right there. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, do I do I do the dick move and take them? Um, who do I want as freaking tight end? Uh, you know what, Cole Komet. Why not? Cole Komet. He's got a good first date. Not Jimmy sure Grandpa? Because they have a quarterback. Blaze? Well, like I said, my, my quarterback's already chosen for me, so I'm going to go Packers defense. Alright. Um, I will go with... Well, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions defense. <laughs> Captain Kirk! And then I will... Finish it off with, uh, let's go Adam Thielen. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right, boys. Feeling it. Uh, the quarterback that's left, Captain Kirk, right? Yeah. Yep. Justin Fields. I, sh- 
I, I should have went ham. I, I actually had a brain fart right there, but that, that happens. All right, Chris. Oh, boy. Which defense do I want? We'll go with we'll go with the Vikings. Vikings D. And Cole. You were left with the Bears defense, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll get, well, I hope they don't get me negative points. They'll yeah. probably pick off Goff. We'll probably pick him off. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be our episode today. And, uh, yeah, this has been kind of a weird, you know, rough few weeks for a few of us. But I, I I'm think having the, a great time. Yeah. I, I mean, I think right off the bat, we already know the Packers are up top. And it's just kind of how we predicted, or how I predicted at least, and also how Cole predicted. But, yeah, Woo! not exactly how Blaze predicted. So, What do you mean? Did you have, yeah, it's good. It's good to be uh, back on. Did you have back on top over and, the Bears uh, alone. I didn't know it was week sixteen, guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll see you <laughs> in week sixteen when the Bears are one and sixteen and they're playing against the Jets or or the Giants. That'd be pretty cool if we were one and sixteen on week sixteen when we're already past our bye. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Whatever. You're an engineer, <laughs> right? You're an engineer, right? <laughs> I am, a, I am an engineer, but it's off hours, and I don't have to do math right now, Blaze. I can tell by how many whiskeys you've had. <laughs> <laughs> you can count those, though. All right, well, good night, everybody. Till next week. Bear down. Bear down.